0: Welcome to Leadership Reimagined. I'm Dr. Jane Lovis, your host. During each episode of Leadership Reimagined, we take a look at leadership from the vantage point of what it's going to take for leaders to lead their organizations forward into a new future. And in this episode, we're creating that new future. Today, I'd like to introduce Matt Mills, Matt is a speaker, trainer, certified professional leadership, life, and running coach who supports high-achieving and high-aspiring individuals who are ready to take big strides towards faster growth and momentum in their life and are eager to grow into a better leader for themselves and others. Join us as Matt and I talk about leadership and running and how his fast methodology becomes the underlying structure for both leadership and running. I have to say, Matt, I'm very intrigued by this. So are you saying that if I use your fast methodology, I'll become a better runner and a more effective leader? And to be honest, I'm really a maybe wannabe runner. So if you could work miracles on that, that would be great. So welcome, Matt to the leadership reimagined.
1: Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here.
0: Oh, thank you for for being here. I really when I was was reading that and the putting together of running and leadership, I mean, I could see it. Um but that's such a unique way to package, you know, to put something together.
1: Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's something that's for me it's always when i think about myself as a leader and for anyone else i it's just running has always been a thing in my life that has always driven me to be a better leader in my life so i believe that it's something that can make an impact for others as well
0: so how did how did running start to impact your your leadership
1: you know it's it's been a long history i'll be honest <laughs> cuz it started when i was a teenager yeah I I was I I was like many teenagers just kind of shy, awkward, trying to figure out my myself get that self-confidence. Mm-hmm. I was also a little bit overweight and I, I wanted to change and shift myself and my brother had been a big runner and had had gone through that transformation himself. And that was the first time when I could see the power of running as something that's transformative. And so when I started, it was honestly, it was just when I was a kid, I was going out for, you know, a mile. It was probably about 10 to 15 minutes going back to the end of my street, going back home, and then it just grew from there. So I, you know, I know that it this, this is something that can happened to anyone at any time. But for me, it happened when I was younger. And so throughout my life, whenever I've had those moments when I've wanted to step into a different, a better version of myself, I've always been able to turn to running to help make those shifts. And so that's really where it started. And it's just continued to build and grow from there.
0: So how does it help you make those shifts?
1: So yeah, I always talk about this as that running is one of the greatest forms of self-leadership. And what I mean by that is we're, we're all leaders, whether by choice or by default. Uh, you don't need to have a title to be a leader. Everyone is taking these acts of leadership every single day from the moment you get out of bed you're, you're leading your day. (laughs) All of these choices, anytime you make a choice, you are, you are acting from a place of leadership. Uh, And so I really, for me, that's why running is such a powerful act of that self-leadership because you are choosing to challenge yourself. You're choosing to grow, you know, even if you're just going out for 30 minutes a day, that's something that can have that huge impact for, a lot of areas of your life for your mental well-being, your physical well-being, obviously, your emotional well-being. It's environmentally, it's, it gets you into a new, new space. And all of that really helps to uh, help you grow and develop into that stronger version of yourself. And so I just believe that that is all leadership. Uh, and I think that the principles that you can take from from that, from the simple act of just going out for a run uh, on, a, on a regular basis, whatever that means for you, I think that that can be applied into other areas of your life and your work, your business, wherever it is that you'd like to see those improved results for yourself.
0: Yeah. And what's really great about running, and it would be even greater if I was better at it, but, <laughs> but what's really great about it is you can do it anywhere, anytime. Mm-hmm. And you don't need a whole lot of equipment to do yep. it, you know. So it's so it's not an expensive sport like so many no. other sports that no we want to do. And and you don't need anyone else to do it with you. No, you can, you can do it on your own, and you can make progress.
1: Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, I think it all comes to the idea of empowerment, mm-hmm. and. I, you know sometimes when we think of again there's that idea of leadership it's something you're anointed with uh, it's you know you you are given a title you are you're you're seen as this particular role but really all leadership is is just that self empowerment of taking those steps. And you're right. When you're a runner, you are the one that is taking every one of those steps and you don't need anyone or anything else to empower you to do that. And so I think that's where it's really powerful and where you can just start to experience what that feeling of being that empowered leader feels like is just by strapping on a pair of shoes and getting out the door.
0: Yeah. So I use a definition of of leadership as yeah I I, I see you back there <laughs> of leadership as a leader is someone who mot- motivates others mm-hmm. and that other can be yourself sometimes to, you know mm-hmm. also to accomplish a goal yeah and so yeah with the the running so um. A, spiritual community that I'm a member of last fall. um, We were looking at how could we, how could we make an impact to our members and the community? Yeah. We did a a virtual 5k, 5k, 1k run, walk, roll in Uh for Halloween. And we had like 40 people sign up and we donated the money to, that we raised to an organization that supports families. Mm-hmm. Um, and then while we were doing that, what I had originally said was, let's do a trifecta.
1: Mm.
0: <laughs> Who really knew that we were going to, you know, that we were still going to be in this, but it was like, so we picked, we did, then we did one at Thanksgiving. Yeah. And now we're doing one March 28th eighth first spring. Great. And that's our spring flint. Yeah, so, yeah. And we've, we've got, I think we've got over a hundred people registered now. Wow. For this one. So they've each one grown. So we've got people that are running it. Mm -hmm. We've got, and I've done a little bit of running, and primarily I walk and, you know, I walk my dogs with me. Um, And we've got a couple people that can't run. So one did it on her uh, bike inside, Mm. you know, which is why we called it run, rock, roll. Yeah.
1: Um, That's great.
0: You know, and, and I see the, you know, knowing yourself as a leader is really an empowering place to be. Yep. And I see that happening to people that have participated in this, in this one, yeah. and participated in all three, of, especially this time, at this yep. time of their life, you know, with yeah. the pandemic and the not being, so we, uh, we you know done the facebook page and people have posted so they they it's building community and building um and the connection with the the other community so when i when i read it it was yeah, like oh yeah. i you know i do really see that there's a connection in yeah. using running as a as like running and leadership have a lot of the same structures
1: mhm yeah they do and you know what's interesting i i love how you you Brought that up too um, about, I guess I'll say like with the spiritual aspects, and really what I think of that is having that meaning and purpose, mm-hmm. and I think that that is also such an important part of your leadership is that there needs to be that drive, that meaning, that purpose behind it, and that again is something that you can get very powerfully from running, from racing, from uh, anything like that, you know, you, if you're training for a race, whether it is a 5k, a 1k, and you know, when I talk about running, it could be for those, if you, if cycling is your thing, like that's great, but uh, do that as well. But um, really it gives you some of that meaning and that deeper purpose for you. And that can be so powerful uh, because otherwise you can feel a little bit lost in the wilderness. And so I love how you brought that up because even if you're doing a charity race or something where you're fundraising uh, or just something where it's going to give you a little bit of more of that drive, that purpose, those goals that are very, very meaningful for you, that is just going to be so so powerful and help you to step into a better form of leadership for yourself.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I know that you have your fast methodology, and mm-hmm. as you explained a little bit about it in what I was reading, I, I I started to see some of that correlation between okay, here's how you get, here's how you expand yourself as a leader, and here's how yeah. you increase and, and create. Actually, you know, you create yourself as a runner because you may not uh-huh. have been a runner when you started. That's so right. Would you like to share a little bit about that? Because there were some really. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the FAST methodology that I, I use is really, it's a way for you to just be more intentional uh, and also have some guidance to get you to where it is that you want to be. Um, so this can be whatever those bigger goals, whatever that bigger vision is that you have for yourself. And it really, it breaks down into four uh, components or stages or phases that I usually help walk my clients through and this can be through running. It can also, it's, this is a powerful way to help to, to get faster results, step into more of that fast momentum and that growth, wherever right. it is that you want for yourself. Um, and so really it's that first step is finding your finish line. Hmm. So it's really, it's getting that bigger vision for yourself. You know, you, you, you don't ever start a race. And then just wonder, I don't know when this is going to stop. I don't know where we're going to end up. You know, you want to have a clear vision that's going to motivate you mm-hmm. so that, especially when you get through those challenging moments, that it's going to be worth it for you to be able to push through that. Uh, and so not just thinking, what is that finish line, but really visioning that out. What is it that you want for yourself, for your, you and your career, for you and your business? for you and your organization, for for that team? Like, what is that vision? Because without that, everything else is going to be really that much more difficult for you to Mm -hmm. accomplish. Then the second part is activating that athlete's mindset. And so, you know, I think runners, especially people who are consistent runners or any kind of athlete, you know, they have a specific mindset. They have those growth mindsets. They know that challenges are going to come along the way. Um, They've addressed those fears, those inner blocks that are inevitable that come. (laughs) And so, you know, as you're running your quote unquote, your race, you want to know, acknowledge that there are going to be those moments when it's going to get tough. It's going to get challenging and your mind is going to start telling you to turn back or to drop out or to quit. And so a- activating that athlete's mindset is really going to help you through that. And then the, the next part is S is really just strategizing your race or training plan. Again, it comes back to, if you're just going to show up on the start line and tell yourself, I'll see how it goes. Uh,
0: <laughs> it's probably you might not. take a
1: lot of detours, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, you know, the, and these are all principles that I've learned also just through my own running, uh, but also through my coaching as well. But really just having that strategy in place, setting those those concrete goals, um, breaking it down so it's manageable and achievable, and really getting that confidence along the way. Uh, cause if you're just looking at the finish line and you're not really sure how you're going to be able to take the steps to get you there, then that's also going to be challenging for you. Right. And then the last part is really the, the execution piece. So training at your best, and this is honestly just making sure, do you have the right support around you and the team that's going to help to support you? Are you taking care of yourself in the proper way? Uh, are you resting when you need to? You know, a lot of times when we're training for races, you might get a point when your body is just telling you, you got to take a step back <laughs> in order to to be able to finish the race. And so that last part, that execution piece, it's really, it's just having that accountability, that support along the way, making sure that you're also listening to your mind, your body, your intuition, all of those and so when you have all of those pieces that come together and are very intentional about it, then you're going to get to that ideal finish line a lot faster yeah, right. <laughs> than, than you probably would if you're just kind of taking it as it comes or winging it or anything like that. So that's really how that, that fast method breaks down uh, and, and can really help you achieve some of those, those bigger goals and that bigger vision that you have for yourself.
0: Right. Yeah and very similar to the work that I do and and mm-hmm. with because if you don't if you don't know where you're trying to go if you don't have yeah. a vision of what it's going to look like mm-hmm. you haven't spent time thinking about that who knows where you're going to end up yeah you know it's yeah. like
1: you know when you go on vacation you You think that through, you know, you think through it's, it's sort of, if you don't have that vision, it's sort of like just showing up to the airport and getting Mm -hmm. on any, any plane, you know, you want to know the destination, you want to know, do you want to go to the beach? Do you want to go to a city? You know, it's, it's, uh, you want to make sure that you plan that out. You wouldn't do that with, with your trips or your travel. And so you want to make sure you're doing the same for other things that you're trying to accomplish.
0: Yeah. And we think it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. And I think what I see for most people, it's so difficult because they're afraid to say what they really want. Mm-hmm. Cause you can, you can almost tell when, when you ask somebody, so what's your goal? You can see the brain going. Then they say, mm, well, I don't know. Well, just tell me what you had in your, that was going yep. through your mind. Yeah. And it's probably, it's, it's all there. They've, They've never, oftentimes they've never really articulated it to somebody else. So they're not, they're not clear in the articulation, but it's there.
1: That's right. Yeah. And I think sometimes we can automatically shut out what really is in our hearts and what really is calling to us. You wouldn't be coming to mind if it wasn't something that was meaningful for you. And so I, I, I love that. And, you know, when I talk about visioning, you know, it's okay to start with the impossible. Let's mm-hmm. make the impossible possible. Obviously you want to, as you drill down, you want to keep that within reason. Um, you know, so, it, but it, it's, it's really true. You're right. People don't, they have a hard time when they think of goals, I. Well, I'm not really sure. And then when you start to to really give them the permission to open up about mm-hmm. that, then they can feel that sense of yeah, you know what, this is something that I really want for myself, and I'm excited to pursue it.
0: Yeah, and and there's some there's oftentimes that thought that I have to know how I'm going to do it. That's right. And it's mm-hmm. like no, if you knew how to do it, you have already done it. That's right. You know yeah. this is a this is a vision. This is not. It's the vision of the business, the vision of the house, the vision of the airplane, the vision of what something. It's something mm-hmm. new, even if it's mm-hmm. new for you. Mm-hmm. It's still, it's still even new for that. It because it's never been done the way you're gonna do it. Right. And so, yeah, that that getting it out and that sharing it and talking about it and really, that's when you start filling. Can start filling in the details.
1: Yeah, well, and I think when you land on that vision that is so driving for you and so exciting and something that is so meaningful for you, the how will come. Mm-hmm. You'll it, it it it's like filling in the blanks. I it it really will come. I and I think that's why it's honestly it's the most crucial step is to identify well. What is it that you want to achieve? Because if it's not clear, then when it does start to get a little bit difficult, you're going to think it's impossible and you're going to start, your brain's going to start to tell you, I, yeah, you know what, this isn't something that you can accomplish and it's, you're going to give up probably sooner than you should.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have a, an analogy that I, that I share and I just got a new, new point of it because it's like, you know. You, you tell your team we're going to California.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And when you get to California, half your team is in San Francisco and half your team's in, in L.A. And
1: yeah. you have,
0: you're in San Diego and you're wondering Yeah,
1: it
0: is. <laughs> you know, it's like, well, we're in California. You told us to come to California. But the other piece of that is, is that not being really specific. No, I really mean when yep. when I see this, I see the vineyards north of San Francisco. That's what I'm seeing. That's it. Yep. And then others are going to help you get there. That's right. That's the that's part of the magic is when you can be that clear, then others can help you get there.
1: That's right. That's right. Yeah, you 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 you're it's it'll surprise you
0: mm-hmm. at
1: what appears for you when you do have that clarity. Uh, and I love that analogy. I, uh, you know, and, and a lot of times I think leaders and people, you know, they do have it in their minds, you know, I'm sure in that analogy with the, the, the leader of that team, they probably were uh, envisioning, you know, that are like, oh, wait, you know, I have this vision of the Golden Gate Bridge and I have this vision of the, the wine country and okay, well, did you clear, did you communicate that? Was that something that, you know, you... Did you fail to mention that to, to the team? Because they probably wouldn't have gotten on the plane to San Diego exactly. if they knew yeah. what was in your mind was going to San Francisco.
0: Exactly. Right. Right. Because because if you, you know, the intention is when you hire people, that you're hiring people that are going to help you get to where you want to go. Yep. So we can start from the assumption that they want to help you get to where you want to go.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Help them get you there by sharing. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not a secret.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. And it always helps for you to determine that finish line first. Mm-hmm. I, because when you start to think of, of it being someone else's finish line, and I'm not really sure, like, what do other people think? Like, that's okay. You know, obviously, that's where the team can come in. Uh, and, and those that support, but they're going to want, as you said, like, they're going to want to support you to get to where it is that you want to go. Um, it's, it's sort of like, you know, I talk about this with one of those really important elements in that last part with the T, the training at your best, even look as a runner, you are taking every single step. There's undeniable, you know, no one's going to run the race for you, but, you know, especially in a marathon, and I always use marathoning as sort of the biggest analogy for a lot of how I talk about these principles, um, because a, a, a marathon is such a beautifully unique experience and race because it's, it's not, you know, they always say, you know, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Right. And really what they, what, what the meaning of that is number one, it's going to take a longer, it's a longer race, um, You know, if you, uh, you have to plan, you really do have to plan for that race. You have Mm -hmm. to strategize for it, but along the way you need to have that support. You know, I've never just gone out and run a marathon all by myself. I've needed the volunteers Mm -hmm. who are handing me water. I've needed the spectators to help cheer me on. Mm -hmm. I needed to have my family at the ends to help support me. And, and so even for these, Activities and these things, these goals that we're trying to accomplish, that inherently were the ones driving it. It's so crucial that you have that support team in place uh, and know how they can help serve you along the way.
0: That that is so powerful because we so oftentimes have a tendency to look at the individual contributor. Oh, mm-hmm. that person did it all by themselves; they're solely responsible. Mm-hmm. And as you said, running a marathon it takes everyone else. Yes, there are individuals, but even when you talk, when you hear about that individual that's running across the United States, right? There are people in communities that are supporting them. You can't do it by yourself. You're that's the right. one that takes the steps. That's right. And you're the one ta- doing it, and it takes all that additional support and that's the and by asking for requesting and knowing what support you need mm-hmm. others can support you in that because yeah. if, if you're run, even if you're running cross country across the United States you're going to need different support and you're going to have different people supporting you if you're running across the northern states yeah or the southern states mhm you know yep so you have to tell people where you need the support.
1: That's right. You have to That's ask right. for it. And yeah. 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 If you're running in the Southern states, obviously you're going to need someone to hose you down. If you're running in the Northern <laughs> states, you're going to want someone to give you a jacket when you get cold. Right. Yeah, you know, There's a huge difference and people are not going to anticipate your needs. And so you need to really be proactive in that way to help yeah. get some of that support.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, this has been fabulous. Our ta- I don't know where the time went. Our time is up already. <laughs> 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 I, I say that every time and I'm always amazed at, yeah. oh, where did the time go? Yeah, um, yeah. I just love having these conversations. So is there anything, any last thing that you would like to say?
1: You know, I think for people who are... Whether you consider yourself a runner or not, that it doesn't matter. But I think for people who are curious, like, how do I get started with this? You know, a lot of people are thinking like, especially over the past year, a lot of people have been eager, interested to start running. And the great thing is, is that you can start exactly where you are. If you want to start just going out as I did, going to the end of your block and back and doing that for a few days until you build some of that confidence, go ahead and do that. So I'd encourage you start where you are and then see the impacts that it's going to have for you in your daily life, with your family, with your work. I think it's it's so important where a lot of people are feeling overwhelmed and overworked these days. And so I'd encourage everyone go off for a run, whatever that looks like and means for you.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and, and I will say that, that in getting in preparing for our 5k mm. for, for church, I started running last probably June mm-hmm. last June. I started running and I ran until it got too cold because I have to run early in the morning. Um, mm. And so then I started I can't run on a treadmill. So I started walking on an incline. Yeah. And and I've been working out. So I also went back to skiing this, this winter for the first time in 12 years. Wow. And because of the running and the exercising, I went and skied all day. I was amazed at how well I did.
1: Yeah. I've
0: been skiing for, for years. Yeah. Even though I haven't yeah. skied for years, I've been skiing since... I was like 12 years old yeah. um, and I was not sore Yeah, because yeah. I had done the work to be in shape to add a new goal. Mm-hmm. So, so I can, I will share that. Yes, the running is,
1: that's great. It'll, it'll, it, it'll make a huge difference makes for a you. Difference. Yeah. So now
0: that yeah. the, now that it's getting a little bit warmer, I'm going to have to start getting, getting back up <laughs> and getting running again.
1: Good. Well, I look forward to hearing how that goes. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
0: good. There we go. (laughs) Thank you, Matt. This has been wonderful. Thank you. Thanks for joining us this week on Leadership Reimagine. Now is the time to reimagine your leadership. Take a minute and go to reimagineyourleadership.com and I'll call you. We'll have powerful conversations. You'll take action yes, there are always actions to take. Your business will expand and I guarantee you'll have fun at the same time. I know, shouldn't it be fun? If it's not fun, why are you doing it?